بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف المرسلين سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه كولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته أهلا وسهلا ومرحبا بكم Welcome back to our series on the du'as from the Quran and Sunnah Unlocking the heart by reflecting into the Quran and Sunnah and connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through His words which He commanded us or instructed us and taught us to say through the Quran. And He told us when we ask Him and when we ask about Him subhanahu wa ta'ala فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ Indeed I am near. This is the month of Ramadan and it is certainly the month of dua. From among the duas that we learn in the Quran in Surah Al-Kahf specifically which is surah number 18 and the verse is verse number 10 in which the companions of the cave which we will speak about in a moment they say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Rabbana atina min ladunka rahmah wa lana min amrina rashada Rabbana atina min ladunka rahmah wa lana min amrina rashada Meaning, O oh our Lord, Atina, give us, Milladunka, from your side, Rahmatan, mercy, Wahayyilana, and facilitate for us, Min Amrina, of our affairs, Rashada, guidance. Or, Our Lord, grant us from yourself mercy and provide us with guidance in our matters. Now, this application has a beautiful context that we learn about in Surah Kaf and this is the story around which Surah Kaf is named and the incident is referred to often as Ashabul Kaf or the companions of the cave and there's a long history in relation to this particular incident and the way that these verses were revealed to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Ala Alihi Wa Sahbihi Wasallam but in summary a group of youth lived in a time wherein the people around them, in other words, their own community, were turning away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the worship of idols. And this was done at a state level. So everyone would celebrate idols, worship idols. And these young men, they decided individually not to be from among the masses of people turning away from Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. So they came together and they prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in secret. And they were then discovered. In other words, those individuals who they were escaping discovered them and presented them to the ruler of the time, who of course was a tyrant and a mushrik at the same time. So he was enforcing polytheism. And as was the case of tyrants and always is the case with tyrants, they tried to compel these young men to worship the idols. But Allah facilitated for them to escape and specifically to take refuge in a cave. So when these young men turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we read their supplication in verse number 10 of Surah Al-Kahf, إِذْ الْفِتْيَةُ إِلَى الْكَهْفِ When the young group, the youths, right, they took refuge in the cave. 
فَقَالُوا And they turned to Allah, they appealed and supplicated to Him, and they said, رَبَّنَا, O oh our Lord, آتِنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةِ Give us mercy from you. وَهَيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا And facilitate guidance in our affairs. So in a sense, they are turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a form of istikhara. This is not the dua for istikhara, nor are there specific ahadith indicating we should recite this for istikhara. But in essence, they are turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guidance in the difficulty that they are experiencing. So in response, Allah ta'ala caused a miracle to descend upon them. فَضَرَبَنَا عَلَىٰ آذَانِهِمْ فِي الْكَهْفِ سِنِينَ عَدَدًا We caused them to fall into a deep sleep and sealed their ears and they slept for many years in the cave. And of course the story unravels that Allah Ta'ala caused them to sleep for 300 solar years or 309 lunar years, which is needless to say a miracle. And then Allah teaches us about how he made them wake up and they became a sign for the people again. But when they woke up, they found that the people of the town had all become Muslim. In other words, generations later, everyone had become adopters of Tawheed and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This was, of course, in pre-Muhammad time, said to be around the time of Nabi Isa wasalam, initially. And all of the people embraced Islam in the sense of how Islam was then, including the ruler. And these young men then passed away and the Qur'an speaks about what the people did uh, with their grave site. And the surah, surah Kaf, is a beautiful reminder of these lessons. And of course it is sunnah for us to recite it every Friday. But from this supplication specifically, we learn that number one, if there are young men and women who wish, to be, who wish to bring themselves closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They desire to be with Allah, but they are pressured by society. They are pressured by their peers. They are pressured into doing what you know the majority decides is cool or trendy. That this supplication should hold a special significance for you. Because these young men were essentially asking Allah to facilitate guidance to him and guidance away from the fitna of disbelief that they were facing. So as a youth, someone uh, who identifies as being young, you know, because some of us, you know, we can be young at heart, we should supplicate with this prayer, but at the same time try to place ourselves in the situation of this uh, particular incident or the Ashabul Kahf and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that way. But let's say you are not considered to be young, you not you don't consider yourself to be of the youth, then does this dua still hold significance for you? Absolutely. Because every day in our lives we need the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we don't always have the opportunity to formally pray Salatul Istikhara and to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with that specific sunnah prayer that the Prophet taught the Sahaba as he taught them a verse or a surah from the Qur'an. But what we can do is ask Allah for guidance in our daily salah, ihdina sirat al-mustaqim, and think and present to Allah all of the issues that we face. 
and also includes supplications such as this. رَبَّنَا آتِنَا مِنْ لَدُنْكَ رَحْمَةً O oh Allah, grant us mercy from you. وَهِيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا And facilitate guidance in our matters. So that when we make decisions, that in the spur of the moment, we can still turn to Allah and bring His blessings into that decision. We do so by beginning important matters with the basmala, saying Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for them and praying to Allah with supplications such as this. And that all affairs that we undertake in our lives, especially significant ones, that we take them with the guidance of Allah, Rabbul Izzati wal Jalal. And all we need to do is connect with the prayer and really say it from the depths of our beings, from the depths of our hearts. Rabbana atina min ladunka rahmata wa lana min amrina rashada. Then, as Allah responded to these young men and saved them miraculously from whatever difficulty they were facing in terms of the challenge with their faith, perhaps, and we should have conviction of this, Allah will save us miraculously or regularly, in a sense, by saving us from the difficulty that we face. And we're living in a time where people of faith are considered to be draconic, backward. People are uh, away from logic or away from science if they follow religion. And for us as Muslims, this is absurd because we believe that our faith is very much congruent with facts and with true knowledge. And any theories that seemingly negate the authenticity of this deen uh, certainly wouldn't uh, wouldn't have any value in terms of truth and we would always be allegiance uh, or have allegiance with uh, truth and this is the case of the believers so as these young men were saved from the fitna of their time perhaps Allah will save us from the fitna of, of our time and as Allah had converted the hearts of the people then through the supplication of these young men in their difficulty Perhaps Allah will convert the hearts of our people, if not the people in our own time, but perhaps their progeny. And we should never lose hope of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We think also of the dua of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at the incident of Ta'if. The narrations for it are you know, not very strong, but the lesson that we learn from the incident itself is that the Prophet ﷺ had the opportunity to destroy the people of Ta'if by supplicating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But instead he prayed for their guidance. And lo and behold, the people of Ta'if overwhelmingly today are Muslim. So while we need to make our best efforts as far as being impactful on our time and having a positive influence on our generation and on our people and on our country at the same time when we find that it's challenging or we are outnumbered or we will not really make a difference within our own capacity to not lose hope but to rely on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for perhaps generations later the effects of our du'as today would come into reality and into fruition uh, then. So 
we should study the incident of Ashabul Kaf. If we have not already done so, we could begin with a reading of the verses and reflection into the meanings thereof. And very importantly, to study with a teacher the tafsir of this particular surah and all of the lessons that it contains for the you know it is not it is not for nothing that we are we are encouraged to recite surah kaf every friday and it is not for nothing that this particular dua which is in verse number 10 forms part of the first 10 verses of surah kaf and there are specific narrations in which the prophet sallallahu alaihi wa ala alihi wa wasallam encourages that we recite and that we memorize the first 10 verses and in other teachings, the last 10 verses of Surah Kaf, for it will be for us a protection against Ad-Dajjal, the false Messiah, Masih Ad-Dajjal. And if one looks at the, the nature of the first 10 verses of Surah Kaf, as well as the last 10, there are profound lessons therein, such as this particular supplication, which is the 10th verse of the Surah. That when we find ourselves in a challenging time and Allah knows best but it seems as though the end of times is upon us. We know that we are in Akhirul Zaman but how close to the actual end are we? Allah knows best. However, we should not, we should not be asleep as a, as a nation to think that you know the day when Dajjal comes will not be within our time or will not be within the time of our children. It's a far off event. Instead, we should prepare for it. Because as the Sahabi asked the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when is the hour? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's response was, Ma what have you prepared for it? So while we can be concerned with Dajjal and the end of times and all of the events of the signs of the hour, because it is a very important branch of our faith, at the same time, we shouldn't neglect actually preparing for that day and for that time when we will face this uh, tremendous challenge. So our faith is facing a time of crisis indeed. And those uh, from among us who we consider to be the youth, they face this challenge more so than anyone else. For the ideologies and the structures and the trends of the day are completely void of any blessings or any religious guidance. And a supplication such as this embodies the, the desperation with which we should be turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us out of this darkness and into the light. As was the case with the Ashabul Kaf, where the overwhelming majority of people were astray, not following the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we find similar circumstances in our day and age. But as they did not lose hope, but continued to pray to Allah, we too should never lose hope and continue to supplicate to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Particularly in this month of Ramadan, wherein we know that the fasting person has a mustajab supplication with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So as we pray for ourselves, remember to pray for the people of our time, for our countries, for our governments, for our people, because all of these matters that we we complain about and we are in anguish over and we are on the brink of losing hope in, it is still within our power to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and pray, Rabbana atina min ladunka rahmah. 
وَهَيِّئْ لَنَا مِنْ أَمْرِنَا رَشَدًا O oh, our Lord, give us mercy from you and facilitate guidance in all of our affairs. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَى سَيْدِنَا مُحَمَّدْ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَبَارَكَ وَسَلَّمْ سُبْحَانَ رَبِّكَ رَبِّ الْعِزَّةِ عَمَّا يَصِفُونَ وَسَلَامٌ عَلَى الْمُرْسَلِينَ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَبَرَكَاتُهُ